0: December 2nd, 1997, at 12.20 a.m. A baby was born, Anastasia Dorothea Jones. Guess who that is? Anyways, I was adopted at four years old, but I was taken in at five weeks old. My biological mother, Laura Jones, has abandoned us. When I say us, I mean me, my two sisters, and my four brothers. I got adopted by a woman that is basically like my best friend now that I realized how much I value someone and someone I call mom, right? But I realized that as I got older. So, Laura Jones, this is who we're going to talk about today. She is my biological mother. My biological mother who has chosen um, heroin, crack, meth, anything you can think of before her children, right? She abandoned us. She didn't, I wouldn't say she abandoned us because we kept in contact with her and I ended up getting a relationship with her. Before I get to that, she has had baby after baby after baby and still continued to do what she did until the day she died. The day she died, crushed me. I was in school, and I got a phone call. I said, she's gone, Anna. I'm like, what are you talking about? Mommy's gone. She's gone. All I could do was walk out of the school building, right? Before all of that, I have an older sister and her and my biological mother, Laura Jones, we're partners in everything they do. Now that my mother is gone, my sister is on her own. Where she is, I have no idea. I think she's in North Carolina, to be honest. Um... I have nieces and nephews I do not know. Because of the choices that my sister has made. Now, Laura Jones, she did her dirt. I saw things when I went to go visit her. I heard her say things. And the main thing she always told me was, I'm trying to change I'm gonna get better. That's all she used to say to me, but never got better. Right? In two thousand fifteen, she passed away, and the thing she the way she passed away was a little crazy. I'm not gonna get into that to that detail because it's a little off. I, nobody wants to hear that. Anyways, this is about me, and I'm going to talk about me. My siblings have their own opinion of everything. But it's not about them. It's about me. So I called this, co- this podcast Dear Mommy after a little, fake little letter I wrote her in my phone, my old phone, a while ago. And it basically... Like, said exactly how I feel. Um, my mother made terrible choices. She could have changed what she was doing, but she chose not to change her habit. Went to go visit her. She asked my adopted mom to support her habit. You have a habit but you can't support your own habit. That does not make sense. The first day I met not met her. I apologize. The first day seeing her that I can remember was at my great grandmother's funeral. She had on all black and I was always scared of her, always scared of her, because I knew something was wrong, but it wasn't calculating in my head like, oh, that's my mom, because I've been around my adoptive mom since I was five weeks. From what I remember, I can remember seeing my oldest sister That same day, pregnant, blonde, reds, all black on. And I wasn't really scared of her, but I knew something was up with her too, right? Getting older, we used to go to the Bronx, go see her. She went from living by East Tremont to Honeywell Ave right by the Bronx Zoo. And I remember my great-grandmother. And she used to just sit in her chair, a little short white lady sitting in her chair. And I remember my biological mother always coming out with a freaking cigarette in her hand, sitting there speaking to us, rocking back and forth, or whatever, because she needed to do what she had to do. I really realized what was going on once I hit, like, 12, maybe. And it scared me more and more because I was always legit, always scared of her. Up until the day she died. I was always scared of her. It was just the look on her face. The look on her face was just like a dead soul. Like you could just look in her eyes and just see nothing. Literally nothing. Nothing at all. Don't get me wrong, I miss her. I ended up getting a good relationship with her. She calls, She well not calls, she used to call us Every single birthday, I would hope she called us every single birthday, because we were her kids. Well, we still are her kids, but, you know, every single morning, 8 o'clock before school, happy birthday, what you doing today, what you doing after school, oh, well, you doing anything this weekend, whatever. Tell her, tell us she loves us. I'll talk to you later, that's it. As I got older, I used to just call her on my own. And never went to go see her on my own because I wasn't that stupid, right? So, um, honestly, all I can say is about this is I started to hate her. And I started to hate her because... She abused these drugs so bad to the point where um, she doesn't know who my father is. And it kills me that I don't know who my father is. She doesn't even remember his name. All she did was give me a nickname. How the hell am I supposed to go with a nickname? What am I supposed to do with a nickname? What if I wanted to go search for my dad or, you know, figure it out on my own or whatever? I know there's other ways to find out, but it's just, what if? Why would you abuse the drugs like this and you can't even remember? You can't even remember his name. Like, do you even remember being pregnant with me? Do you remember anybody's father's? Names like <laughs> like it was just it was sad, I started to hate her because of that. I wanted to curse her out so bad and say what I wanted to say, and I was like, how in the world did you forget there's no way that you did that so much and you did what you was doing?' Using the drugs that you was using so much that you forgot that. How'd you forget his names and you didn't even forget our names? Like, I understand. Okay, people forget the names of people that they sleep with all the time. People forget what they look like all the time. But guess what? That's your child's father. How can you forget that? That doesn't even make sense. Right. I feel like I got attached to her in some ways only because i i ended up getting my own type of relationship with her outside of my adoptive mom I, that was the only reason why we even had any type of contact with her because it ended up in ooh sorry in an adoption agency you have the choice to let the kids Stay in contact with the parents or not. And we stayed in contact with her. The first time I met my three older brothers, my great-grandmother's funeral, I remember exactly what they had on, too. They had on all purple. Purple and gray, I believe. If it wasn't gray, it was black. And like they always say, purple is for royalty, blah, blah, blah. Right? Right? We stayed in contact, and I stayed in contact with my, my brothers, my little brother and my sister that's a year older than me. We lived together. I was about, I would say, 12, 13, maybe, when I found out I had another sister. And that was the first time. I've ever met. I felt like I was on TV. (laughs) I met my sister. Now that's my sister. That just had my nephew. Six months ago. And. It's been cool. It's cool. That's a cool girl. All my siblings. They cool. Except for the one that we don't. Really speak to. Well. The one I don't really speak to. And. It bothers me that I don't speak to her because she's like the only way, um, how do I say this? She's the person that I can go to for answers if I really wanted it, but she ends up telling me, no, if you didn't have an attitude so much, you would have had answers if you would have asked mommy, blah, blah, blah. I ask questions and nothing gets answered. But you want to be such a drag addict and hold that against me and say things like that. But it's not even anything to hold against me because I don't have an attitude well, I have a mouth on me, but it's not an attitude. And if it's an attitude, something has happened to me for me to do or be, basically be. That way towards somebody. um, To get to it, right? My biological mother broke my heart. That was the first person to ever break my heart. Like I've been saying, mainly because how in the world can someone choose a drug addiction over their kids? You can't save someone from... Doing something that they've been doing. That's what she knows. So she's going to continuously do that. Continuously. I remember I went to Maryland. And um, my mom, she was like, yo, you about to go find your father. Because I know that's where she was, was, you know, that's where she was living and, and living for a long time. And she ended up telling me, like, yo, that's where I met your father anyway, so Maryland was, was the spot. Go to Maryland, they like, Yo, it was a couple of these people. I don't know if you, I don't know who the main person is or whatever, but I don't know where you're gonna find him. Her husband lived in Maryland too. Well, her ex husband or whatever. Lived in Maryland too. We went knocking on his door. They wasn't home, but they still lived there had nothing to do with me but we knew a piece of her was still out there right i have these uncles whatever and come to find out well they got intro okay they got introduced to us as uncles but come to find out they're not really uncles right I feel like my life is a movie, but I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. Okay. As an uncle, he's actually an uncle, but him and my mother have the same father, different mothers. Make it make sense. (laughs) The rest of them, I don't know where they came from. They was probably drug buddies. I don't know so I have an aunt she's like the hood auntie in Harlem and she's not really my aunt either she's probably like steps they probably like step siblings so I'm gonna be honest with y'all this story wasn't gonna be that long but I'm gonna make it as long as it's possible so Laura jones scariest the not scariest let me let me correct myself only person i was actually scared of in my life ever and i said this already but let me tell y'all why drugs Make your teeth disappear. Y'all know when when somebody looks smoked out, they look dead. She looked dead my whole life. Looked in her eyes, she looked, you saw nothing. She was a cool person. Let me tell you, she actually cared enough because she still spoke to us. She called us every birthday, stuff like that. She called Just, just Cuts. Right, I was always scared of her though because you can never trust a drug addict. My mother told me, um, yeah, they they tried they stole you guys fourteen karat gold earrings with diamonds in them when we went to the agency and we were on a visit. My grandfather's funeral. My sister tried to take my name chain off of my neck. What would you about to do with this? Go pawn it and get some money, so you could go do what you gotta do. That don't make sense. Um. Oh. Um. Basically, you can never put anything past anybody. Nobody, not your friends. Nobody. Siblings. Nobody. Don't put nothing past nobody. Never, ever, ever. I've still been stuck on stupid about how you put drugs before us. Fast forward, fast forward, fast forward to last year. Guess what? I met my great aunt for the first time in forever, in forever. She turned 90 years old, and guess what? We walked in there. Me, my sister, and I were right in front of her, and I didn't even know it was her, right in front of her. And all I heard was, whoa, she looks like Laura. Now, I don't know who she was talking about. I don't know if she was talking about me or my sister, but I know I hear that all the time. I look like Laura Jones, and I don't never know how to take it. People keep telling me, oh, yeah, she, she was all right when she was younger or whatever before the drug. I don't know how she looked. I don't know how she looked. I don't take it. As a good thing, I don't, to be honest with you, I really don't take it as a good thing. We're sitting at the table, talking to our cousins, and they telling us all of this stuff. We didn't know about you guys. We didn't even know what happened to you guys. We just know she had y'all, and that was it. We didn't know what happened with y'all and other things, but... It's like, damn! Like you, really, really did us dirty because our grandfather didn't even want anything to do with us at all. Because of my mother, wanted nothing to do with us. He didn't even, he didn't even care if he was alive. He didn't even. It was sad. My mother tried to reach out to him all the time. I don't know what was said. I still to this day don't know what was said, how it was said, when it was said, and nothing. I just know he wanted nothing to do with us, and it's sad. Because how don't you want anything to do with any of your grandchildren? Just because she did something doesn't mean we're going to do it. Just because she's one way doesn't mean we're that way. Right? It's sad. I know. People so fucked up. So where I'm getting with this is... I have people that I have met that I have around me that I sit at tables with and hear how they speak about their lives. Oh, I don't have this and I'm tired of my mother. I hate my mother and stuff like that. And, you know, they wish for the wrong things. But all I can say is people need to be happy that. Their mother didn't put a drug addiction before them. I don't know if you guys ever seen that movie Sugar Hill, but that's what I felt was going on with me, and it's still going on with me. Like, I personally feel like I I could be closer with my siblings. I'm not as I'm not that close with them. I'm close with them, but you know, you know people have rocky relationships with everybody or whatever, but I'm not that close with my siblings. Why? Because one, my brothers grew up in Virginia. I grew up in New York. My other sister she grew up in New York, but uptown. Then my other sister, my oldest sister, she Just never really stayed in contact with anybody. Going back to my biological mother. Miss Laura Jones. I remember... When we first met my sister. It was by Honeywell Avenue. She was so hyped. So hyped to see her. But the things... The things that was done... Is just grimy. Like... There's a lot of things, I'm not going to go into detail, but there's a lot of things that was done to every one of us. Not really every one of us, but, you know, that is grimy. My siblings may not agree with what I'm saying in this podcast, but I don't care. I don't care. Anyways. Um, so, my mother... She was so hyped to meet her and missed you, blah, 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 but hasn't seen her in years. You've seen us here and there, but guess what? I would be the only one saying, like, yo, let's go, let's go see her today. Or my mom would be like, let's go see her today. We gotta go see her because she keep calling. She wants to see you guys, whatever. Or randomly, like I said, me, I'll be like, yo, let's go see her today because I want to go just to see, just to just to see her. I remember the last time I went to her house, she pulled everyone. Up. She she pulled. Well, it was only the three of us. She pulled every last everybody in the room except for my brother. My brother was he was always standoffish when it comes to um my biological mother and my siblings but he's older now or whatever so she pulled everyone in the room i don't know what she said to my mother, my my sister and i don't know what she said to i can't remember what she said to my brother cuz we was all in the area but i remember when she said to what she said to me and all she told me was um, you know what Anna, like i'm proud of you Doing what you gotta do. I don't even remember how old I was. But she was saying you doing what you gotta do and you have to stay strong. She was like, Because even though I'm not around him, even though you um don't know who your father is, I'm still here. She was like, I have faith in you and you're very, very strong. You're a very strong young lady. Blah blah blah. She's talking but I'm not really paying attention to her and I turn my head, and all I see is a yellow pipe and a burnt-up spoon. Like, three lighters on the bed. And um, it was other stuff around. But that's all I could focus on because it's like, that's a brand-new burn. Like, you you get what I'm saying? Like, that was just, like, that just happened. Like, you just did this. You just did this right before we came. That's the only reason why you're you're talking to us. And she also said to me, like, um, she was like, I'm sorry. I don't know. I can't tell you about your father because it happened a very long time ago. And I have a bad memory. I don't know if she took us to be dummies, but... All I know is, I already knew what was going on. I already knew the deal. And I just, I never pointed it out to her. I get to high school, like I said, I ended up getting my, not getting, but, you know, having my own personal relationship with her, calling her every day after school. I didn't care if she answered or not. Calling her, calling her, talking to her, two hours straight. I used to talk to girls, y'all. You, know, you know. But, um, she already knew. How she knew, I don't know. But she used to tell me, yeah, I, I went through that, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Whatever. But, um, she... She was actually cool. I can't say that. But I never... Let me think. I never trusted her enough to go up to the Bronx on my own to go see her. Never. And that's because I kind of felt like the same thing that happened in Holiday Heart, what her mom was about to do to her when she went to go find her mother, I low-key felt like that was going to happen to me. And I didn't want that to happen. So I got this friend, right? And That was my best friend and, like, legit my best friend. We went through everything together and whatever. She knows knows everything still to this day. And she used to, I used to have breakdowns in school thinking about my mom and going through whatever. And I remember one time I had a breakdown in school and she called your mother right now. You have to call because I know if you speak to her right now, that'll calm you down. And for some odd reason, it didn't even matter if I was scared of her still or whatever. I still called her for comfort. And I didn't even care that she didn't... Like, I still, to be honest, I still care to this day that I don't know who my father is. But I times like that i didn't care that i didn't care about any of the negative things it's just i wanted to talk to her because she'll tell me like yo suck it up take your ass back in the classroom or whatever and go do what you got to do and call me after school basically snap me back right into reality and um it helped Boom, it just popped up in my head. So, I used to say me being adopted was a secret. I didn't even care how old I was, but I used to say it elementary school. Into high school, I used to be like, yo, it's a secret. But I have to tell you, like, I would tell somebody, like, yo, it's a secret, but you can't tell nobody. I used to be ashamed of it only because, like, she was really a drug addict and it bothered me really, really, really bad. In elementary school I was in fifth grade and was it fifth grade nope, I'm lying. It was like third, fourth grade. It was one of those two. And you know, way back when they used to keep them records in them little tin things, the uh the tin organizer thingies where everybody's like report cards and Records or whatever was in the classroom. Like, your, your your main teacher had it or whatever. So, um, my teacher had what, I don't even know what it was. But before my name legally got changed, my name was Anastasia, right? And everybody found out about it in elementary. Whoever was in my class found out about it and like kind of teased me and I was always, I'm still quiet, but I was always like, you couldn't even hear a word out of me when I was younger. And even into middle school, honestly, like if I wasn't around somebody I didn't know, you couldn't hear, like there was no way you was about to hear me speak If you heard me speak, or, you know, all all the little bad kids from the hood, whatever, they cursing or whatever. Not even about being from the hood, but all the little bad kids, they cursing and, excuse me, doing whatever they doing. And they ended up hearing me curse or whatever. But they still tease me about my name because they hear one name and then they see another name. And then they see the last name Jones. And my whole entire name got changed. Legally, because of me being adopted. I'm not, I don't have a green card or nothing. There's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, some people change their names. If they feel like it. But no, my name legally got changed. And I got teased really bad. I had already gotten teased for being too slim or people say mad skinny or whatever and i'm dark skinned and i kind of still do get body shamed and people do be telling me like you mad black or you're still too skinny and then i would always think like damn maybe i really do look like laura and me being that I have low self esteem, like really, really bad low self esteem. I don't take those things lightly and it bothers me really bad. A lot of people that's close to me, they know I have low self esteem, but they don't know the reason why. And it's nothing but look. All I'm saying is I got teased really, really bad and it it still plays back in my head. So this 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 podcast or whatever this episode is called Dear Mommy and um I wrote this thing in July and it says basically how I felt about her And one of the last few lines it says you're not thinking things straight and not thinking about your life or your children was a choice just like it was a choice to take those drugs your death broke my heart it broke me down but it made me stronger it says this is the end dear mommy i love you no less than i already did you'll always be in my heart and i'll always be little laura jones mad weird I said, um, I love you with all my heart. Love always, Anastasia Dorothy Jones. And it is true. It's a it's a choice. Everybody makes choices in their life. You make a choice across that street when you crossing the street or wild, not caring if you're about to get hit by a car. Whatever. <laughs> That's besides the point. Laura Jones has been gone since 2015. She has had a little funeral and has gotten cremated. And it has always bothered me since she's been gone because I don't get phone calls anymore. Random phone calls. I don't get birthday phone calls. I don't get to see her anymore. And this year, last week when I turned 23, I was very, 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 like, beyond emotional because I couldn't get a phone call from three people. And those people had to... had. Ooh. Those three people had like you know, they were very very close to me. Very important parts of my life. And she was one of them. I don't get the phone call anymore and it pisses me off because I always think like damn like you you really didn't know who my father was, like you You couldn't tell me before you died. Every time I brought it up, you got mad. But I always rethink, like, damn, I really can't get this phone call this year. Damn, I really can't get to see you. I'll go to the Bronx and see you by myself this year. I don't even care. Last time I saw my sister, my oldest sister, she looked out of it. She told me she was ready to give up. And it bothered me. Anyways we don't even speak like that. I'll call her. She'll be like, what you want? What do you mean what do I want? I'm trying to see if you alive. Cause I know for a fact if if, if any god forbid anything happens to her the people that's near her is not going to say nothing to me. They're going to tell my brother, and my brother's going to call everybody else and call me last. Whatever. It don't even matter. It matters, but it doesn't matter. If y'all understand, if you pay attention to what I'm saying in this this, this episode, then you would understand why I'm saying this. My sister thinks that nobody should be that as hurt. Because nobody was that close to my mother. She thinks everybody is against her. She's so mad at the world that she don't want to be bothered. She don't want to really talk to nobody. She just whatever. And it is what it is. But that's still my sister. And I ain't going to call her all the time because I'm not about to have to curse out the way she be thinking she's gonna curse me out they call me the one with the, the bad attitude or they call me the the crazy the crazy young one with the mouth and that's because I ain't gonna let nobody talk to me no way especially people that don't have nothing to do with my life or try to be my father absolutely not um Yes, this is called Dear Mommy for a reason. It's not really called Dear Mommy, but I'm going to title it Dear Mommy because I don't know what else to title it. And it's really about Miss Laura Jones, my biological mom, that I miss a lot. Um, I didn't really know what to talk about, about her because I didn't want to talk about anything else really. I didn't want to talk about the two people I lost in September. Did not want to talk about that, so I decided to talk about her. Someone told me this would be very interesting to hear. And I don't know how, but I spoke about it, and I made this one longer. And... Um... This is going to be the last deep one. I don't know how deep it would be for you guys, but... I don't know. Um... All I know is I have been battling bad depression, really bad depression, since my mother passed away. I had to go through therapists. I have to have some type of coping mechanisms, which all I do is sleep it off every time I think about these things. Um, I'll have bad breakdowns. I'll sleep all day I'll ignore everybody I don't want to talk to anybody sometimes and this has been happening since 2015 then it got really really bad this year September and it is probably getting worse and it's alright because I'm strong and it's not gonna do anything but make me stronger but I can say I miss my mom and I kind of wish she was still here. Um, just because I feel like if I would have gotten closer and closer, I probably would have found out who my dad was by now. And I know I got to do a couple other things. So I could probably get a little close. You know, the little other things to get to know who you're related to. Like the 23 me thing, whatever. Um... Yes, I went around and around with this segment, and that's all right. You guys will get the point um yes, so i have I have been adopted, and it has been that is like the best choice that my mother has made because if she ain't put us up for adoption, I feel like we would be in the same position. My oldest sister is in right now. And they probably already, they probably had taken her away from, taking, ooh, sorry, taking us away from her. And that's like the best thing in it that has ever happened to me, that I got adopted. Because I feel like I probably would have never even went through elementary school, middle school, high school, nothing. I probably would be dead, maybe. My oldest sister stuck with her stuck with her that's why she's she is the way she is right now because that was my mother's wingman for real that was her partner and everything and I'm just like super 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 duper thankful for my mom that has adopted me years ago and I'm very, very, very thankful for her. I'm thankful, and I'm very happy that my siblings are alive, healthy for the most part, and has sense, because, well, you know. Anyways, has sense because. A lot of motherfuckers don't be having these, Don't be having sense and. Listen. A lot of people don't have sense. No type of sense. Whatever. Anyways, it one nineteen a.m. I am beyond tired. And the next couple of segments, they're not going to be like this. Other people might be on it with me. So, I guess stay tuned. Thanks for listening again. This one is a little longer. And... Please send feedback. My Instagram is S-A-N-N as in Nancy, A-H-R-A-E-E. There's like three of them up there. But the one that doesn't look old, the newest looking one, well, it's private. And you would have to request to follow me. That's my Instagram. And that is all. Thanks for listening. I will be back with another one. Good night. Well, good morning. Good night.